Well, hi there, and welcome to 45 RPM, music of the 40s and 50s. I'm your host, Sam Waldron, and in this hour, we're going to zero in on just one year, 1941, and the music that was most popular then. In effect, we're going to let the folks from 1941 choose our music for us. And in order to do that, we'll play all the recordings that made the number one spot on the Billboard Hot 100 in 1941, Before this hour is over, we'll also learn about Lazy Daisy May, who seemed to have a list of very specific things she wanted from her sugar daddy. The music starts with a song called Frenzy, performed by Artie Shaw and his orchestra. The word means frenzy in Spanish. This recording stayed at number one on the hit parade for 11 weeks at the start of 1941, through January, February, and into March. Thank you. 
Artie Shaw and his orchestra with Frenzy. I didn't realize this when I first started collecting the music for this show, but every number one hit in 1941 involved music from the big bands. One of the most popular big bands was the Glenn Miller Orchestra, and for one week in March, Glenn Miller had a number one hit with a jazzy arrangement and this unlikely title, The Song of the Volga Boatmen. It's a traditional Russian song that dates back to 1866. The Glenn Miller Orchestra and the Song of the Volga Boatmen. In this hour, we're tracking all the number one Billboard hits from the year 1941 in order to give us an in-depth feel for the year. In 1941, you could buy a new car for $850, 
You could buy a loaf of bread for eight cents, and a gallon of milk would set you back fifty-four cents. And if you were a music lover, you could buy a new gadget called a phono radio for forty-nine dollars and ninety-five cents, about eight hundred dollars in today's prices. That included an automatic record changer, so you could listen to a stack of seventy-eight RPM discs. And one of the discs that played on a lot of turntables in nineteen forty-one. Was a recording called "Amapola, My Pretty Little Puppy," performed by Jimmy Dorsey and his orchestra, along with vocals by Bob Eberly and Helen O'Connell. softly play The tune seemed to dance round the word that it said Amapola My pretty little poppy You're like that lovely flower so and heavenly Since I found you My heart is wrapped around you And loving you it seems To be a rhapsody I'm a polar The pretty little poppy must copy its endearing charms from you.
Jimmy Dorsey, Bob Eberly, and Helen O'Connell performing Amapola, a song that was number one for 10 weeks in 1941. You're listening to 45 RPM, music of the 40s and 50s. I'm your host, Sam Waldron, and in this hour, we're focusing on number one hits from the year 1941. There's something really big that was brand new in 1941, and almost nobody saw it. The very first television commercial was shown on NBC in the summer of 41, an ad for Bulova watches. The commercial lasted for only 10 seconds, and depending on what source you believe, it cost either $4 or $7. Those momentous 10 seconds of TV were broadcast on July 1st on a local New York TV station during a baseball game. Well, whether it it cost $4 or $7, that commercial might have been overpriced as only a few thousand TV sets had even been manufactured by the year 1941, and only a few cities had experimental TV stations with very limited programming. But most people had radios in 1941, and Jimmy Dorsey and Bob Eberly made a very popular combination. We'll hear them now in two back-to-back recordings that were number one, each for only one week, in June 1941. First is My Sister and I, which was published with sheet music showing a boy and a girl wearing Dutch clothing with a windmill in the background. The lyrics tell of a brother and sister who have run away from a war zone and are now living in a new land. And that will be immediately followed in this set by Maria Alina, also by Jimmy Dorsey and Bob Eberly. Don't go away, because right after these recordings, we get to meet Lazy Daisy May and find out just what it was she wanted so much from her sugar daddy. The warm and lovely world we knew Has been struck by a bitter frost But my sister and I Recall with a sigh The world we knew And loved and lost My sister and I Remember still A tulip garden by an old Dutch mill And the home that was all our own until But we don't talk about that My sister and I recall once more The fishing schooners pulling into shore And the dog cart we drove in days before But we don't talk about that We're learning to forget the fear That came from a troubled sky We're almost happy over here But sometimes we wake at night and cry My sister and I recall the day We said goodbye and then we sailed away And we think of our friends who had to stay But we don't talk about that 
but the fear that came from a troubled sky. We're almost happy over here, but sometimes we wake at night and cry. My sister and I recall the day we said goodbye and then we sailed away. And we think of our friends who had to stay. But we don't talk about them. Jimmy Dorsey and Bob Eberly on vocals with two number one hits, My Sister and I and Maria Alina. 
After those relatively serious songs, the record-buying public apparently was in the mood for some fun in the summer of 1941. Maria Elena was replaced at the top of the hit parade by a group known as Swing and Sway with Sammy Kay and the Kay Choir. Their hit song was called Daddy, and it's about a girl named Lazy Daisy May. This song topped the Billboard Hot 100 for eight weeks in the summer of she should have hoped her sugar daddy would get it for her in a big hurry. In 1941, more than 3 million cars were made in the United States, but once the U.S. got into World War II, only 139 more cars were made for the next several years until the war was over. After Daddy held down the number one spot for eight weeks on the hit parade, 
It seemed the public just couldn't get enough of Jimmy Dorsey and Bob Eberly. Dorsey, Eberly, and Helen O'Connell teamed up to take back the number one hit parade spot for four weeks with this song called Green Eyes. With their soft lights Your eyes that promise sweet nights Bring to my soul a longing A thirst for love divine In dreams I seem to hold you To find you and enfold you Our lips meet and our hearts too with a thrill so sublime Those cool and limpid green eyes A pool wherein my love lies So deep that in my searching For happiness I fear That they will ever hold me All through my life they'll taunt me but will they ever want me? Green eyes make my dream come true. Bob Eberly and Helen O'Connell with Green Eyes from the very top of the Billboard Hot 100 in the summer of 1941. I'm your host, Sam Waldron. Today we're tracking every number one Billboard hit from the year 1941 in order. Still ahead this hour, Glenn Miller, Frank Sinatra, Dinah Shore, The Ink Spots, and The Andrews Sisters. 
For one week in September 1941, Jimmy Dorsey and Bob Eberly's recording of Blue Champagne was at the top of the charts. This is what it sounded like. Orchestra of Jimmy Dorsey. And next up, as we cruise through the number one hits of the year, in the autumn of 1941, the orchestra of Freddie Martin had a big hit with a dancing arrangement of Tchaikovsky's 1875 classical piece, the Piano Concerto in B-flat. This recording held the number one billboard spot for eight weeks in the fall of 1941.
orchestra of Freddie Martin with piano concerto in B-flat. And then along came Tex Beneke and the Modern Airs with a very danceable song about a railroad train, the Chattanooga Choo Choo. This song was number one for four weeks late in 1941. Chattanooga Choo Choo by Tex Beneke's band and the Modern Airs. I'm your host, Sam Waldron. You're listening to 45 RPM, music of the 40s and 50s. As we think about the year 1941, it's interesting to discover some of the brand new products that were available in 1941. M&Ms were invented that year, so soldiers could enjoy chocolate without having it melt but the candy wasn't available to civilians until after the war. And in the realm of popular music, in the very last week of 1941, the Glenn Miller Orchestra had a number one hit 
with Elmer's Tune, a light-hearted piece of great dance music that was covered many times. Here it is. focus in this hour is the music of the year 1941, and we've now tracked all the number one hits of the year. We still have time to listen to a few other important recordings from that year. We'll hear four more popular 1941 songs that each had a lasting impact in one way or another. We start with the Ink Spots, who had a big hit with We Three, My Echo, My Shadow, and Me. We're all alone 
living in a memory. My echo, my shadow, and me. We three, we're not a crowd. We're not even company. My echo, my shadow, and me. What good is the moonlight, the silvery moonlight that shines above? I walk with my shadow. I talk with my echo, but where is the one I love? We three will wait for you, even till eternity. My echo, my shadow, and me. We three, we're all alone. Seem like we're living in a memory. That's my echo, my shadow, and me. We three, we ain't no crowd. Fact is. We ain't even company. That's my echo, my shadow, and me. You know I've been wondering what good is the moonlight? That silvery moonlight that shines way, way up above. Yeah, I walk with my shadow. I talk with my echo. But where is that gal that I love? We three will wait for you, even till eternity. My echo, my shadow. The Ink Spots and We Three. This program is called 45 RPM, Music of the 40s and 50s. I'm your host, Sam Waldron, and today we're focused on the year 1941. If you're a trivia fan, you might be interested in some notable inventions from 1941. Les Paul invented the very first solid electric guitar that didn't have a hollow cavity for reverberations. The very first solar cell was invented at Bell Laboratories. The first aerosol spray can was patented, and the first garbage disposal was introduced. Pretty exciting times, eh? Another hit song from 1941 that became a jazz standard was I Hear a Rhapsody, and three recordings all made their way into the top ten. 
One of those was sung by Dinah Shore, who was the top female vocalist on the Billboard charts throughout the 1940s. Here she is. Shore and I Hear a Rhapsody. We have time for two more songs this hour, so let's listen now to the always energetic group known as the Andrews Sisters and their very popular song from World War II, Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy. Chicago way. He had a boogie style that no one else could play. He was a top man at his craft. 
but then his number came up and he was gone with the draft. He's in the army now, a blowin' reveille. He's the boogie woogie bugle boy of Company B. They made him blow a bugle for his Uncle Sam. It really brought him down because he couldn't jam. The captain seemed to understand. Because the next day the cap went out and drafted a band. And now the company jumps when he plays reveille. He's the boogie woogie bugle boy of Company B. A toot, a toot, a toot de la, a toot de blows it into the bar. In boogie rhythm, he can't blow a note unless the bass and guitar is playing with him. He makes the company jump when he plays reveille. He's the boogie woogie bugle boy of Company B. He was a boogie woogie bugle boy of Company B. Plays boogie boogie bugle. He was busy as a buzz bean. And when he plays, he makes the company jump into the bar. He's a boogie boogie bugle boy of Company B. Do 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 da da do da da. Do do he blows it into the bar. He can't blow a note if the bass and guitar isn't with him. And the company jumps when he plays reveille. He's a boogie boogie bugle boy of Company B. Every night, and wakes them up the same way in the early bright. They clap their hands and stamp their feet because they know how he plays. When someone gives him a beat, he really breaks it up. When he plays reveille, he's the boogie woogie bugle boy of Company B. The Andrews Sisters. For our final song from 1941 today, we're going to turn to a very young Frank Sinatra, singing a song that Irving Berlin wrote 15 years earlier in 1926. You might wonder what Frank Sinatra was doing on the home front when so many of his contemporaries went off to war. Well, military records indicate that Sinatra had a 4F medical classification, and some doctors believed he was not acceptable from a psychiatric standpoint. Neurotic or not, Sinatra made good use of those years. He was one of many performers who turned Irving Berlin's Blue Skies into a lasting standard.
sky smiling at me nothing but blue sky do I see Singing a song, nothing but bluebirds all day long. them gone, nothing but blue sky, Overhead. from now on, Tommy Dorsey and Frank Sinatra. And now let's wrap this up, and I hope you'll join me next time for 45 RPM, music of the 40s and 50s. <laughs>